It's Linda Cobb, and you're talking dirty with the Queen of Clean. Do you have dirt, stink, mess, cleaning frustration? Do you dread cleaning? If so, boy, are you in the right place. Cleaning may never be your personal joy, but I can show you how to clean smarter, not harder, and get out of the house faster. So let's jump right in and get started. It's Linda Cobb, and you are talking dirty with the Queen of Clean. On today's show, we are going to dig into the good old mailbag. I always tell you at the end of each show to send me questions at ask at queenofclean.com. So today, I'm going to answer some of those. And one of the most frequently asked questions, believe it or not, is how did I get to be queen? How did that start? So today, I'm going to share that story with you, the Cliff Notes version, of course. Now, before we get started, I want to remind you that you can have the Queen of Clean at your fingertips 24-7 by going to my Queen of Clean YouTube page. We have hundreds, hundreds of videos on there that will answer any cleaning questions you have. You put in the problem and up comes your answer. So go to YouTube, Queen of Clean, and look for the answers to any questions you have any time of the day or night. So let's get started on today's show. Now, like I said, a lot of you have asked me about how I got started and what made me queen. Well, first of all, I'm so lucky to be doing something I love so much. And how did I get to be queen is kind of an interesting story. First of all, I always had an interest in natural cleaning and things like that. Only child, um, my mother taught me how to clean. She was a very clean and neat person, did everything the natural way. So I learned from her those tips. Later on in life, after college, through a series of crazy events, I became the owner of one of the largest cleaning companies in southeastern Michigan. And we did all kinds of cleaning. We had maid service, carpet, walls, windows, you name it, we did it. We also did disaster restoration. Now, what's that? That's like fire and smoke damage, furnace backups, um, frozen pipes, um, even suicides, which was not very much fun, but something that had to be done. I sold my company and moved to Arizona in 1995. And when I got here, I started publishing a newsletter called Talkin' Dirty with Linda. And it was a pretty popular newsletter, and I did well with it. Um, through that, I was asked to appear on Good Morning Arizona, which is the number one rated television show in Arizona. And I went there the one day and did a little segment. And as I recall, it was on jewelry cleaning. And it was funny because I wasn't nervous at all. And, you know, normally I was the little girl who threw up before she gave an oral book report in school. So I was amazed that I could go on TV and not be terrified. But after I finished my segment, the producer of the show said, we'd love to have you come back. And I said, well, I'd love to come back. Just call me. And she said, no, you don't understand, Linda. We want you to come back every week. And for the last almost 30 years, I have been on Good Morning Arizona every Monday and every single Saturday. It's a great place to be. And for those of you who live in Arizona, you know it's Arizona's family is Good Morning Arizona. 
And from there, I went on to write my first book, Talking Dirty with the Queen of Clean. And that is the crown jewel of everything. That's all the housekeeping tips you could ever want to know. And I went on to publish a series of about seven books, um, Talking Dirty with the Queen of Clean, Talking Dirty Laundry, Queen for All Seasons, uh, The Queen of Clean Conquers Clutter, um, How to Clean Everything, a Spot and Stain Removal Guide, you name it. I wrote it about cleaning. I never realized people were so dirty. And that's why I always say to all of you, talk dirty to me, I'm the queen of clean. So from there, I had my books published by Simon & Schuster, and they went national in 2000, and I was fortunate enough to have them land on the New York Times bestsellers list. Every one of them hit number one on the New York Times list, and that was a true blessing. I appeared on TV shows, um, Oprah, Dr. Phil, The View, um, Kelly and Ryan, you name it. I was on the shows, a lot of the HGTV shows. I had my own show on the DIY network, Talk and Dirty with the Queen of Clean. I did 70 talk radio shows a month. I had a lot of things going on. And I learned so much of what I talked to you about from my mom, believe it or not, and also from owning my own cleaning company. Because when my son worked for me in the summers and um, after school, I never wanted to expose him to harsh chemicals. So I didn't think I should expose the rest of my employees to that either. So we started using more natural methods. And people really appreciated that. That is what drove me to know that cleaning naturally was something we could all do that would be safer for us and safer for our families. So after publishing all of those books and being on all those TV shows, now I'm a part of my own website. I have this wonderful podcast. I have my insiders group, Queen of Clean Insiders, um, my Facebook page, Queen of Clean, the real Queen of Clean. And I'm working on a series of workshops for you that will tell you how to do all kinds of cleaning. And it's something I really love and have fun with. And so many of you come up to me when we're out and say to me, how do I do this? How do I do that? Or I had this really weird problem. And I have had some pretty weird questions on radio and television shows. And believe me, with a moniker like Talking Dirty with the Queen of Clean, you would expect that I had had some unique and interesting conversations. But believe it or not, I only ever had one occasion where somebody tried to actually talk dirty to me. And we got out of that by me just telling them that I'm sorry, I couldn't really hear them very well. There was some interference on the line. Could they hang up their phone and turn the radio up? So I got out of that one just fine. And nobody had to really talk dirty to me. So life as the queen has been kind of a dream and, and something I could not have hoped for more. And, you know, it's because of all of you that I am queen. So I thank each and every one of you who has listened to me through the years, who's watched me on TV, listened to me on the radio, and has taken the time to listen to this podcast. Because believe me, guys, if I can be queen, you can be anything that you want to be. All you have to do is want it and persevere and do something that you're good at. And I was good at cleaning. So now I want to take some of your questions today, too. Um, a lot of you have been asking me things on, again, it's ask at queenofclean.com. If you go there, leave me a question. I'll try to get to it on the podcast for sure. 
Now, one of the first questions that I got asked about was kind of how to fluff up and make better looking toss pillows. Now, Mindy has toss pillows on her couch. She said they're good pillows, they're in good shape, but they're flat, and she just doesn't know how to perk them up. So to revive those, what we want to do is we want to just pop those pillows in the dryer with either a dryer ball or a tennis ball and put them on air fluff. Don't put them on heat, put them on air fluff and let those tennis balls or those dryer balls beat them into submission and fluff them right up. It works great every time. Now, John asked me a question about scuff marks on floors. And I love a man who wants to know about cleaning. Believe me, it's the sexiest thing in the world. So if there's unsightly black scuff marks on your hardwood floors, which is what his problem was, you can use a tennis ball to take those off. Just take an old tennis ball and rub it over the floor and it will rub off that mark. It takes it up easily. You don't have to put water on the floor. You don't have to do anything like that. Now, I've got a question from Mary who wants to know how to unclog a sink. Linda, how do I unclog my sink? I don't want to use anything that's too harsh and blow out my plumbing, as my husband says. So here's a way to do it. You put a half cup of liquid dish soap down the drain. Follow it with a kettle of boiling water and let it slightly cool or else don't bring it all the way to a full boil. Now, what happens is the soap will soften and break up any stuck on grease so that the hot water can flush it away. And it's so inexpensive, which is the best thing in the world. Now, Margaret asked me an interesting question. I don't think anybody's ever asked me this before. She wants to know how she can find small stuff in her refrigerator easier instead of dragging everything out to look for it. And after thinking about it for a few minutes, because, you know, I have that problem too, I thought, why not just put in a Lazy Susan on one of the shelves? And that way you can put your little small things in like pimentos, little containers of black olives, anything that's small on that. And then you can spin it around and find what you need. And I really think that is a solution that will work. And I just did that myself this past weekend in my refrigerator, and it did work great. Now, a question from Joan. How do you dry clothes faster? Is there any way to do it? Well, yes. Number one, you can throw a dry towel in with the things that you're putting in the dryer. Now, remember, use a towel that's compatible with whatever you're putting in. Don't put in a white linty towel with your black clothes. But that will absorb moisture and help dry your clothes faster. And another thing is make sure that you are cleaning your dryer filter, not just taking the lint off of it, but about once a month, washing that dryer filter to get um, buildup from fabric softener and things like that off of it. That's a really important thing to do. You can use a little soap and water is all you need to get that off. And it does a great job. Now, Randy wants to know about how to rejuvenate his worn out wipers. Well, if they're really worn out and really bad and it's in winter, you maybe want to replace those. But before replacing them, you can try this, Randy. Dampen a lint-free cloth with white vinegar. Then wipe down each blade really, really well and put a little pressure into it. The acidic liquid will instantly remove that smudge-causing gunk that's on those blades so that they work better. 
And don't forget to do the back wipers too if you have them. From Carla, Carla, she wants to know how to clean her window blinds. She said, the dust builds up and they're such a pain to clean. I have got a great tip for you. I tried it myself because I have plantation shutters through my house and they are the very dickens to get clean. So this is what I do. I take tongs and I prefer the longer tongs, even tongs like you use for a barbecue. And I put a sock or a microfiber cloth over those tongs, one on each side. Rubber band it on and then use those tongs to grasp the blind just as if it was a hot dog and run that back and forth across that slat and it takes off the dust 100%. If you want to clean it a little better, you can use a little soap and water on those cloths that you put on or you can use a little rubbing alcohol, but it does work really, really well. So give that a try and see if that doesn't help. Now, I like using the microfiber cloth because I think it has a little more effect on it, but use whatever you have handy. Even those little fuzzy slip-ons that you use, uh, the socks, they work really good too. Now, what about shower curtain mold? Um, Jeremy writes in and says he's dying to know what to do about shower curtain mold. He lives alone. He's sick of seeing mold on his shower curtain all the time. Well, there's a couple things you can do. Um, you can spritz the curtain daily with equal parts of hydrogen peroxide and water. That will kill the mold right away. And it keeps it from coming back. So as you're getting out of the shower, just spritz it on. And don't forget, if you have a plastic shower curtain, you can actually wash it in the washing machine. Put in some towels with it and let that soak for a few minutes and then add just some white vinegar to your detergent and let that wash and rinse and hang it right back up. It does a really good job. Another thing I've had luck with is soaking a shower curtain in salt water for a few hours and then rinsing it out and drying it. That will work good too. And give that a try and see if that doesn't take care of it for you. Mold is something that you have to get on as quick as you possibly can because it breeds and breeds and breeds. And black mold is not good to have in your house, that's for sure. Now, I have another question from Rebecca. Rebecca wants to know about spotty faucets and how to clean them. Well, there's an easy way to wipe down a spotty faucet, and that's with wax paper. Just take a piece of wax paper every time you clean that bathroom sink and wipe the faucet off with that wax paper. The water spots and finger smudges will disappear, and it leaves a little bit of coating on so that they stay off. So you buff it with that wax paper and you're good to go. Um, let's see, I've got one from Marie. Marie wants to know about how to pick glass up that she broke. She said sweeping it up works fine, but there's always a few little pieces. Um, something I've had luck with and other people have too is using a potato. Cut a potato Use that cut side to push down over the floor or over whatever surface that broken glass is on and it picks up all the little shards. It will do a really good job at getting down in there and getting the little things and make sure you throw it away in the bottom of the trash when you're done. 
Um, let's see. Um, okay, how about this one from Dawn? Dawn wants to know about broken, broken drinking glasses. Um, how do you pick up broken glass slivers? Well, that's a little bit like the potato. Um, if you have glass slivers from a, a glass that you're drinking out of, um, you can always use a slice of damp bread to pick that up. Just push it down and pull it back up. A piece of duct tape will work too. Push it down, pick it back up. Everything will be attached to it and will adhere. And it makes it easy to get it up without cutting yourself. And that's a big thing that you want to be careful is cutting yourself. Uh, okay, this one is from Sandra. Sandra wants to know what she can use instead of hand soap. She'd like to make something herself. Well, Sandy, I would try some Castile soap with a little lavender oil in it. Now, you can use a different oil if you prefer it. Um, a hand wash made with Castile soap, which is a chemical-free cleaner, um, and some antibacterial lavender oil or tea tree oil will work really well. Um, the combination helps calm red, cracked skin without stripping it of its natural oils. And it's much more inexpensive than buying soap at the store. So here's what you're going to do. You're going to take two-thirds cup of Castile soap and six drops of lavender essential oil or tea tree oil. Add the mixture to a soap dispenser, and it can be one that you recycled from store-bought soap. And you're going to add that mixture to it and use it whenever you're washing your hands throughout the day. It's inexpensive to make. It smells good. It works good. And you'll be glad you did it. Uh, let's see. We've got one here from Margo. Margo wants to know what she can use instead of toothpaste. Well, maybe the queen of clean is not the perfect person to ask that of, but it's cleaning, isn't it? So there is something you can do. You can use baking soda and peppermint oil. Uh, peppermint's menthol refreshes your breath and it has antiseptic properties. So what you want to do is mix maybe four drops of peppermint oil and two tablespoons of baking soda and two tablespoons of purified water. And then twice a day, you're going to brush your teeth with it. You use about a teaspoon at a time, brush for about a minute or so, and then rinse and store your leftovers in a sealed container. So again, it's four drops of peppermint oil two tablespoons of baking soda, and two tablespoons of a spring-type water, a purified water. Keep it in a sealed container, and you can brush with that. Um, I think, well, you know what? Here's an interesting one. Um, this one is from Joanna. Uh, no, Johanna. Johanna. Um, she wants to know what she can do instead of shampoo. Um... Okay, um, what can give you, she says, clean and volumized and luxurious hair? So what I have done before is I mix two cups of apple cider vinegar and four cups of water. I pour one cup of the mixture over my hair when it's damp, and I rub it over my hair for about a minute, and then I rinse it really well. And what I have learned to do when I'm not using a ton of hair styling products is wash the hair one day and then use the vinegar rinse 
a second day. And it does add a lot of volume to your hair, makes your locks really shiny as, as she's asking for, and clean. So give that a try too and see how that works for you. Well, I think I have gotten to quite a few of your questions. I told you how I became queen and I can tell you it truly is good to be queen. And remember, if I can be queen, you can be anything that you want to be too. So until next time, thanks for talking dirty with the queen of clean. See you next time. Thank you.